DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Time to talk with Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, joining us every week here on The Zone. He's on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties to sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Visit SmartRain.net or call them at 877-346-3333. Samson, good morning. Good morning. What's up? I'm curious. How do you keep a straight face when coaches are telling you all week, hey, everybody's dangerous. These guys kept so-and-so close until the second and third quarter, and you're looking at film thinking, we're going to destroy these guys, and then you do go out and destroy those guys. Um, it, it wasn't hard, honestly. Um, we we wanted a, a perfect season, and uh, you know we let it slip away from us, so... Uh, now it's really just really trying to focus on each game and um, not taking anyone lightly and uh, just coming out and uh, giving, respecting the game, respecting each team, and the only way to respect them is uh, give them our best shot, and uh, that's exactly what we did. Late in the season to have finally have a bye, but what are your thoughts about having it? Oh, my goodness. It was much needed. Uh, it was 10 weeks of uh, grinding right there um, of just us pushing through and uh, – Writing it out every week and uh, trying to give it our best out there, and uh, finally by weeks hit, and um, I'm sleeping all week. I'm not going to any class or anything. So when you're playing at the U, the conference season it all builds into November, and you were on mostly good teams there. So if you didn't win the division, you were usually in the race. And I'm curious what it's like to get to a November and not have that sense of urgency to have your bye week late in the year and to have two games where you're favored by a ton of points. Um, it feels good, honestly. Um, it, it's been a great season. Um, we've been grinding out. Um, I don't know. It, just, it feels good. Um, these last two games, um, just got to give it everything we got. Uh, we end out in L.A. and uh, uh, in the Coliseum, and that's going to be my last time in the Coliseum, so I definitely want to try to take the dev. That'll be my first time taking the dub in the Coliseum, so uh, it's going to be fun. You're done, as you say, but your brother could come back, but at the same time, he's really asserted himself and shown his ability this season probably, well, I don't think there's any question, the best he's had since he's been in college and left high school three years ago. With that in mind, has he had any discussions about considering the NFL after this season? Um, No, not right now. Um, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but we've been so focused on this season and trying to give uh, the fans a good show to watch and um, trying to give this team um, everything we got. And uh, so nothing too much on the future, just been focused on right now and trying to end off the season right. So you've got uh, you've got these blowouts now. What, what do you do on the sideline to just kill time in the second half? I mean, you're out. The subs are in. What do you do? You got to keep the energy alive in the stadium. Um, whether it's our ones, twos, or threes, and um, everyone feels the energy. You can feel the crowd, and uh, that helps shift the momentum of the game. So uh, definitely, just try to keep the energy in the stadium alive to help our twos and threes feel that. Everyone's still there for them and uh, still supporting them. So uh, just trying to pick up the energy and uh, support the teammates. 
A lot of times this time of year, they'll have high school recruits at games, at home games, and our stands yeah. had some hot shots from Florida in over the weekend. Do you have any a- interaction with these kids? And if so, what is it about? Um, got to um, get, give a little interaction, but to show them um, what we're really about and uh, show them what this team's about. And uh, by doing that, we can just play some uh, good ball and have fun and uh, show them that, you know, we're all about business, but we're also about um, letting you be you and um, letting you play your uh, game of ball and um, letting you just play relaxed and uh, not, not intense and uh, just having fun dancing. Um, and that's where we're just trying to show the recruits that we're all about business, but we don't have fun too. And um, that's what we're just trying to show them. These 17 year olds ever say or do anything that make you think, kids? <laughs> Uh, shoot, I don't know. I'm still a kid myself. Uh, I probably said two things, and people look at me like, dang, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, any of these recruits ask you about the honor code? You know, it's a little bit different, obviously, at BYU, as far as, hey, if I come here, what am I getting myself into? Uh, yeah, I've got asked a lot uh, about it, and um, I just tell them, um, I think it's a great opportunity to come here and uh, really just focus and walk into to ball and uh see goals accomplished uh, that you want and um, and um, it helps you uh, really I don't know become more controlling of your body and your um, thoughts and feelings and um, any urges you have um, being able to control yourself down here and uh, it's going to help you in the long run uh, a, a sacrifice I talk about sacrifice now will be something greater in the bigger picture and uh, with the honor code I think it just helps you prepare for your wife and your family, and um, I don't know. I think it's wonderful, and I think it prepares you for the NFL perfectly and just keeps your head on straight. Are you talking to any of the guys who are in the NFL, either guys you knew from Utah or, or some of the guys from Yeah, uh, talked to my best friend a lot, Julian Blackman. Um, I know he's got hurt this season, but me and I'm always calling each other and talking, and uh, he's giving me good insights, and um, we're just checking up on each other, and uh, it's, been, it's been good. He's been giving me a lot of help. You're a local kid who stayed local, playing at both institutions. Some of these kids coming from many, many states away. Could you imagine doing that yourself? Um, I couldn't. Um, Pooley got to do it in experience, but um, I know it's a bit harder. Um, I know it's a lot to get up and move states away from your family. And um, I get props to those kids that do it. Um, they're dedicated to this game, and um, they come out and they work and uh, they miss their families during Christmas, New Year's. They miss a lot of um, holidays with families um, just to play this game. And um, I'm been thankful for everything they have, and I try to spend as much time as with them and invite them over for these holidays. But I know it's very hard, and I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, joining us. You mentioned earlier uh, with the bye work you were going to sleep in and not even go to class, and I'm wondering – how often do you even have to go to class? How much stuff is online these days? Do you even have to leave your house or apartment? Yeah, really, you don't have to, honestly, uh, besides maybe for study hall or maybe one one or two classes. Uh, ping pong, you can't do ping pong online, so I have to show up to ping pong class. <laughs> so that's probably the only class I'll be at. <laughs> What's the football schedule this week? Um just try to relax and get some lifting and um, clean up on details and just review the plays and uh, just stay sharp um, 
don't let this uh, little bye week um, slip away from us and let us fall off our game. But just uh, probably a little light practices and uh, some lifts. Well, Samson, thanks for joining us for a few minutes this morning. We appreciate it. We will talk to you again next week. Enjoy that bye week and uh, sleep a lot. And, man, ping pong. That's going to start the rivalry talk. You know you just made a thing on social media, right? That's, that's going to yes, become a thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm telling everyone now I'm the best at ping pong. Let me know. Okay. Come challenging me. I'm ready. <laughs> State ping pong champion, Samson Nakua, joining us here on The Zone. Thanks, Samson. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. BYU 8-2. and two. All anticipating they'll be 9-2 and two going to the Coliseum. And really, the way USC looked this past week, 10-2 and two is there for the taking. I think the way USC's looked this past season. 10-2 and two is there for the yeah, taking. I don't think this week was any different than what they've, been, what they've been all season. They haven't been good. They've been, I mean, their coaches have probably got, uh, what was it, uh, Donovan played on one leg, leg. What do they got, a foot and a half out the door? Yeah. All this... Uh, Metaphor stuff. I had somebody tell me last week that oh, Donovan, I'm one leg. He's thirty nine, nine and nine. What did you expect? Eighty, eighteen, and eighteen? Well, maybe fifty. No, half a hundred. No, if you had one leg and you have two, you double it. <laughs> I like what you think. Uh, That's seventy eight for Donovan. Can he keep it going? I think that uh, BYU believes that they could do better than the Independence Bowl. In fact, I know they think they can do better than the Independence Bowl. Uh, if it's if it, if it is the Independence Bowl, so be it. But they believe if they go ten and two and win big, they think they have to pour it on USC, make a statement. Yeah, I don't think it's so much SC. I think you you tend to just default to to name. I think it's more about BYU. Uh, because obviously Georgia Southern is not a name, but they feel like if they win big in both of these games and look really, really good offensively, that they would be attractive. I don't know which one. I can go and guess. But they think that if they finish 10-2, and two, and what are they, 14 now? In the media uh, polled at yeah. 14, coaches polled at 15, and we'll see what the rankings. I mean, they obviously ought to move up. There were teams right. that played close games. Their spot mirrors, mirrors is basically the the playoff poll. The playoff treated them yeah. a little better last week. And you would think they'll treat them a little better this week. What do you mean treated them? Oh, They were ranked a little higher in the in the playoff committee deal, and I think, okay. they'll, I think they're okay, going to move compared up. Compared to the AP, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, right. And so they think that they've got a shot to maybe get something better. And they, they really they want it to, to show how good they are because it's a great recruiting pitch. For sure, it's a great re- recruiting pitch. And, and it's just it's really crazy, whatever word you want to use, funny, strange. Uh, I don't know, maybe strange is not the right word. But just a couple years ago, they were down in the dumps recruiting, and you know their recruiting numbers, uh, the ranking and all that stuff, were was way low to the point. Wow, how are they going to beat these Power Five teams? And here they have, uh, what have they won four now? Uh, five? What is it? They're four and zero against the Pac-12. They've got the fifth win against yeah. Virginia. Yeah, so they're five and one. Jaron Hall, no quarterback in the history of BYU has beaten that many Power 5 teams ever, is what I hear. I didn't look it up. It's what I've been told. And Hall lighting it up. Somebody told me, man, it compared against uh, Air, they don't think he could have played better 
They know it's Idaho State. We get that. But he's sensational. He's getting better all the time. He's NFL good. And so you put all that stuff in when the bowl people do their all their considerations and they think that it's a possibility that they can get that accomplished. So they have a lot to play for, even though they don't have a conference title to play for this year and next year. Uh, particularly if they can have these big wins and look sensational doing it. And Algiers in name. Uh, what, what's that, the Doak Walker Award? You know, he could be in the running because he's just been brilliant this year. Nakua, you could argue, Puka speaking, has played a season this year as he's gotten better and made more spectacular catches and looks like, you know, he's physical, he can run, they've had some running plays for him, and he certainly looks like he has all the tools and skills to be an NFL player. And I think you can argue with the kid from SC going out, what did he have, a broken ankle or something, if I remember, it was a couple weeks ago, that Naku is the best kid out there on our side of the country right now. And he's looking really good, so he's a name. You can throw him out there. They have that sexiness about them that makes them attractive. And they got these kids from Florida, wanted like a seven-star. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> BYU fans going berserko. They love us. If Kalani lands this kid. A seven star? Yeah, yeah. Well, you go two, two time zones over, your star gets bumped. You start at five, and then you go two, two time zones west, you end up being seven, yeah. I asked somebody, how in the world did you even get this kid to commit, or not to commit to visit, not to commit to come, but to commit to visit? Suitcase was full of cash, is what I was told, as a joke. And I said, well, man. I would have thought that it was a lifetime supply of built bars. That got a laugh. Got a ha ha. <laughs> built bar for the win. So it's crazy to think how just a couple years ago the program was viewed as being down in the dumps. And where's it going to go? And now this is the best it's been since the final years in the Mountain West, except for that final year. But the four years prior to the final year was great. And then before that, I think you have to go back probably to the 80s. And I had then a one great season in 96. I understand that. But right now, this is more than one great season. This has been complete and total validation upon what they did last year. All those fools who complained about the schedule are looking stupid. 30 wins in three years going into the Big 12. That seems where they're headed. Right now, they're having breakfast, all those fools, but they're not going anywhere. They're just taking the egg off their face and cooking it. More analogies. Bring it. Because they've got it. It's dripping. You whined last year about the scheduling. Now you look foolish. You Ute fans, those of you who whined about the scheduling... You can't do that because if you do that this year, you're basically incriminating yourselves. And nobody wants self-incrimination. No one. Literally no one wants self-incrimination. I I, I defy anyone to get on our app right now and say, I am comfortable with self-incrimination. There's not one soul. And I'm going all the way back to Adam. (laughs) Yes, since the beginning. (laughs) There's not one person, man, woman, both, whatever you consider yourselves these days, who wants self-incrimination. 
Name me one. You cannot. Sniggy, you like to go and try to counter me when I have these definitive, clarative statements. People who plead guilty in courtrooms like self-incrimination. No, they want lesser sentences. That's smart. They did something stupid. Now they want to make up for it. That's not self-incrimination. That's a pathway to freedom. El Camino, if you will. (laughs) It comes back to that junior college you and Frank Dolce like. (laughs) Sarkeesian likes it. Yeah, he does. He didn't come on our show, though. Todd Hans likes it. All right, you can stop now. (laughs) Famous El Camino quarterbacks. (laughs) I know them. I know them all. Not the last 30 years. Well, I guess I know Sarkeesian. Um, And yet, that's what BYU has. They're on top of the world these days. They're dancing. They're leading the school fight song. Cougars. How great is it to be a cougar today? Oh, I thought you were going to say cougars. How great thou art. <laughs> of course I, you I, would. I, cool. I had the exact you same thought. You thought so too. Oh, yeah. I know. Obviously you two would. We know I that. Know our background. One know. speaks it openly. The other is a little tender because he's got to appeal to both sides on television. We understand how it works. You know, you got them and you got us, and we sort of mingle, but not really. When it gets right down to nut, gut, and dime, we go here, they go there. We understand how this community works. Enough of your Christmas parties. <laughs> well, it's the day-to-day Easter parties, Hanukkah. <laughs> your Easter parties. You name it. It doesn't matter. Uh, Name your tradition. They go this way, you go that way. Zigging and zagging. I mean, you sort of interact uh, because you have to on some level. We get it, but I get, you know, you guys, of course you would think how great thou art. Yeah, obviously you would. I mean, that's the default move and good. That's going to get you where you want to go in the great beyond. I'm happy for you. How high does BYU have to get? To break down that the political wall that says only one non-G5 team gets in. Cincinnati's obviously unbeaten right now. I don't know. And I maybe can't. Cincinnati loses a couple games. You know, Houston or SMU gets them, and then they lose a conference title game. I, I can't speak to that. It's just, it, all it is is just flat-out guesswork. Yeah. It's not hard to imagine them in the top 12, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily in. There could be... Champions lower than that. They could pick in a large team lower than that. There's all kinds of stuff that could happen. Well, when I hear that Kalani believes it could happen, that leads me to think that he has reason, not, well, yeah, well yeah, it just makes sense. We can do it. It's beyond that. There's something substantive. I don't know what that money. substantive is. It's money. It's I always don't, don't, money, and it's the Fiesta Bowl needing to sell tickets. I'm guessing. I'm just making it up. But I don't know when that. in doubt, I don't either. But when in doubt, follow the money. There's a semifinal in the Cotton Bowl. They're off the they're off the table here. The Rose Bowl, they like to stay inside the Big Ten and the Pac-12. If they're going to pick a second team because they lose a team. Why not playoff. get the best Pac-12 team? Heyo. <laughs> but the Fiesta Bowl, hey, we'll take whoever from the other side of the country, but we need someone who's going to sell tickets and fill the And place. the Utes and can lose twice to Oregon and still go. This is Utah's year. The Every game they play, the other team's starting quarterback is out. And then they can lose twice to Oregon and still go to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that would, that would really <laughs> test the Rose Bowl. Do they want 8-5 and five Utah? Well, if they follow the money, you just told me. That's not following the money. That's following the tradition. <laughs> that would be following but the tradition. But when in doubt, 
You just told you just you just contradicted yourself, and I hate that. You just self-incriminated, and I just told you don't self-incriminate. You didn't say that. You said nobody likes to do it. Right? I like to do it. No, you don't. You do not. You made a mistake. Repent ye. The message that you said and you spread, I am now spreading it. Repent ye. Repent. <laughs> Repent. So I went to the Rolling Stones. Now it's, it's turning into a Monty Python movie. Bring out your dead. I went to the Rolling Stones on Saturday night at Allegiant Stadium. And as I was walking in, we parked a few streets away so we could have a quick get out. Drive back to St. George for the evening so we knew it would be late. And there's this guy in the speaker just preaching up a storm, man. Oh, on the street corner for everyone leaving the stones. Arriving, but yeah. Oh, arriving, okay. Yeah, and we got there probably two hours early, and then he was just going to town. Place was packed, I assume? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yes. And uh, he was, he had on his, he had uh, his megaphone, he had a big sign, and I committed right there on the spot. Yeah, so I'm a changed man this morning. Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like pretty much the same deal. I admired his his commitment. DJ and PK coming up. We just heard from Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver. Coming up, Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman, will join us at 835, and we will talk to him about the blowout win at Stanford. Blake Anderson, Aggie coach. Not a good first half. Really good second half, and they get a win. They need to be better against San Jose State. Blake Anderson will join us at 9.30. Coming up next, the question of the day. Gather around, college football fans. We'll get to it next. Stay with us.